This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Your word is spirit and life. And Lord, we are here to receive the impartation of life from your word. The impartation of the move of your spirit in our life from your word. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that, uh, that you're watching over your word to perform it. And Lord, you will perform it in us who believe. And Lord, we are people who believe and we receive your word. We are here to receive your word. Our hearts are open, our minds are alert, our whole being is receptive unto that which you want to speak to us. Holy Spirit, minister in this place. You are the minister. Minister in this place and, and reveal Christ. Reveal Christ. Exalt Christ. Lift Christ in our midst, Lord. Through the word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Man, we've been... We've been uh, <clears throat> Looking at the topic of righteousness, amen? And uh, we've been studying it from the book of Romans. What we were studying is basically that from Romans chapter 1, we said, Gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. believes, amen? And it says, in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, Amen? The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith in the gospel. In everything that you hear from the word, gospel, the good news, amen? The good news that Jesus died and he rose again, amen? And he shed his blood and he uh, gave his life to save you, amen? That's the good news, amen? And when we believed, when we believed, what happened? We were saved. When we believed, the... Righteousness of God manifested. Yes. Amen. Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. righteousness. Every time you believe God, what happens? Righteousness, righteousness shows up. Every time we believe God, righteousness shows up. And, and God will operate only in righteousness. God doesn't operate in any other platform. He operates only in righteousness. Amen. That's why, that's why he wants us, you know, uh, to be very aware of what he has given us. Amen? Say, I've been made righteous. Been made righteous. Say, I'm righteous, I'm righteous. By the blood. Amen? The blood. Now, I have the righteousness. Say, I have the righteousness. Have the righteousness. Also say, I am clothed with righteousness. Or empowered. Amen? Now, in the book of John, chapter 1, you know, uh, John says, uh, the law came through Moses. Amen? And grace and truth. Truth then? Grace came through? Was, was revealed or manifested through Jesus Christ. Two things. What are the two things revealed through Jesus Christ? Grace and truth. So what did we believe? We believe in the truth. We believed in the? And what manifested? Righteousness manifested. Don't, don't go off the topic, okay? We believed in the truth. Two things, two things were imparted, amen? Two personality of Christ. One is the person of truth. One is the person of truth. And we believed in the person of truth and righteousness manifested. 
righteousness showed up in our life. Amen? Every time we believe, righteousness shows up. Amen? And God is at work. God is active. The word is active. Everything about God is active the moment you and I believe. How do we believe? We believe with our heart, not with our head. That's the problem. A lot of people believe with their head. When we believe with our heart, amen, we engage our, our, the core of our being, the core of our being. It, it's not just, uh, it's not just uh, you know, uh, uh, emotional or a, or a mental ascent that you're going into. Okay, mentally you can ascend into, yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's true. Mentally you can say that. No, but when you come into the heart, you are not ascending, you are descending into it. You are letting it come in, settle in, bear fruit. Whatever word you are hearing, take, take root, amen? Bear fruit. Say take root and bear fruit. Supernaturally, by the Holy Spirit. Amen? So that is where the, you, 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 you encounter the person of truth, Jesus Christ. Amen? And, uh, uh, and, and you believe. You believe. The moment you believe, righteousness manifest amen now righteousness is there already the many the moment you believed amen now the second part of the person is the person of grace amen and the person of grace will help you enable you empower you amen to walk in that righteousness which came when you believed in the person of truth amen so the two personalities of christ are manifested in you one is the person of truth and the person of grace. The person of truth, amen, will cause you to believe and righteousness will manifest. And the person of grace will make you walk in that righteousness. So you are not doing anything. You do nothing. What do you do? Believe. Only believe. That's why Jesus said only, only believe. If Jesus said that, do we need to do anything else? No. The moment you believe, amen, righteousness manifests. Whose righteousness? Not my righteousness. The moment I do things, my righteousness manifests. Ah, because I did. Amen? I fasted for 40 days. I prayed for three hours. Amen? We always have, we always have something to uh, tell God. Amen? You want to fast for 40 days? Go ahead. Be God's guest, not my guest. Amen? Do it only if the Lord tells you to do. Amen? Be led of the Spirit. Amen? And there's faith in us. Amen? See, Jesus was led. The Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness of fast. Amen? So what do you think that Jesus heard? Himself or the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, obviously. Amen? When he heard the Holy Spirit, he believed and he obeyed. Amen? What manifests? Righteousness manifests. Yes. What happens? Grace comes to fast. Amen? That's right. Amen? That's right. You're not sobbing. Amen? When I fast, I don't feel like, I don't feel hungry. I, I shut, my whole, whole, whole system is shut down. Amen? I can sit with you and you can eat steak. And there will be no, no saliva in my mouth. Why? Grace. Righteousness is manifesting. Amen? You can have a sumptuous meal. Seven course meal in front of me. Amen? So we need, we need to understand that... Uh, the moment we strive and struggle, amen, and uh, we put our effort, our effort, amen. See, I, I would encourage you, listen, encourage you to spend time with the word, spend time with God, amen. 
how many hours did I pray? Pray at all times. Is that a time to pray? No, all times. Without ceasing. Without ceasing. Amen. When should I worship? All the time. Rejoice? All the time. Pray without ceasing. When should I give thanks? Always. In everything. Say in everything. Amen. Not for everything. Okay. Don't give thanks for your misery. Amen. Give thanks to God in everything. Means that misery is there, but God's going to do something amazing. Amen. In your life. That's, that's why you're giving thanks. So this is what we've been learning. And we found that we've been justified by faith. Justified by faith. Justified is to have no account of wrong. Amen. What, what did what we do uh, here when we broke bread from Jeremiah chapter 31? That, you know, he will remember your sins no more. Remember your sins? No more. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. What a God we serve. So I, I found that the church has been, you know, struggling to live right because they are struggling to do things. Amen. We, we basically kind of follow the law. Amen. Do this. Don't do that. Amen. Don't commit adultery. It's all written there in the Bible. No. It's all true. Man, don't lie. Man, it's all true. I'm not saying you go lie. But the thing is, when it's written all those things, it's also written how we are to do it. Amen? Not by our works. Amen? Because the Lord knows, because he gave the law to, through Moses to the children of Israel, and the Lord knew that not one of them could fulfill it. Amen? And so he had to send his son to fulfill the law. Amen? So you know that as human beings, we can't fulfill anything, amen, which God says, by our own strength. Amen. Uh, how many of you heard uh, your pastor's message last week? What did he speak? Okay, and I'm not talking about those who are not here. I'm Humble yourself on the grace. Yes. Okay. He spoke about he spoke from First Peter. He spoke from James about humbling so that you will be exalted. Amen. Uh, see, what's, what, what do, how do you humble yourself? Amen. The humble receive grace. Grace to the humble. Amen. See, grace is operating only in humility. Amen. Righteousness is operating only in faith. Believing. Amen. So you want grace? You want to see grace? What's, what's humility? Like I said, I was, I was sharing with the, the, the worship team. And I said, you know, you know, you need to walk in humility. Walking in humility is not becoming poor. Amen. I was telling them, I, I worked with poor people for 17 years. In, in Kutanad. No, 17 years. And they're one of the most arrogant people you can meet. They have nothing, but you know, they are extremely proud. So poverty doesn't mean humility. Amen? Some people actually as, as define poverty as 
humility. Humility is a very simple thing. Amen? Very simple thing. You walk listening to God. Walk with hearing God's voice. Amen? And you refuse to walk according to your voice. Amen? That's humility. I refuse to obey me. And I, I, I give myself to obey him. You, you know where we were? Romans 4. I think we did Romans 4. Huh? Anybody? Yeah, the... Yeah, he'll make me walk in path of righteousness for his name's sake. But... Uh, Okay. So, uh, I believe we, we spoke about Abraham, no? Yeah. Okay, Abraham did not waver in unbelief. Amen? Faith is not like a pendulum. Amen? For some time you believe what God is saying. Sometime you believe what somebody else is saying. Then again you come back and believe what God is saying. Again you believe. No. See, well, what is unbelief? I said that. What's unbelief? Those who are, who are here. Unbelief is not, it's not, it's, it's not that you are not believing. You're believing in something which God didn't say about your situation. You're believing in something which God didn't say about. So you're always believing. We're always in a platform of believing. It's who we believe, what we believe is the issue. So unbelief is not, oh, I, I can't believe. No, you're believing something else. Amen. So, so like, like that man uh, who came with the boy, we should say, Lord, help my unbelief. Because instead of believing in what you are saying, I'm, I'm, I'm believing in my own understanding. I'm leaning on my own understanding instead of trusting the Lord. Amen? So, so uh, Abraham did not waver in unbelief. He grew strong in? So that's how you grow strong in faith. How do you grow strong in faith? Not become like a... Surf of the sea tossed here and there, like James says, you know. Ah, now I believe, okay, I, I believe God's going to heal me. I believe God's going to heal me. Then somebody says, hey, you will not be healed. This is a terminal sickness. You will go, you're going to die. And your body will say you're going to die. Because there's tumors in your body. Amen. I was in the hospital and they, my body said, I'm going to die. So I asked the Lord. The Lord says, no, you will live. That's what I read, Psalm 118. You will live and declare my mighty works. I said, so I choose to believe what God's saying, you know, to hell with the devil. Amen? And I'm here. That's, it's, 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 it's simple, amen? It's a choice we make. You want to believe God? You believe God, amen? You want to believe something else? You believe. What you believe will happen. Amen? You believe in death, death will happen. You believe in life, life will happen. You believe in poverty, poverty will happen. You believe in blessing, you believe in flourishing, that'll happen. Amen? Hallelujah. Joseph throughout his journey believed in the dream. Believed in what God said. Amen? How you can be in some, some crazy place, you know, some, some dungeon or some, some slave market or some stupid place, you know, you will never want to be. Amen? But what happens? The word will stand. You, you hold on to the word, the word will Take you out, bring you out, deliver you, set you free and bring you into the place where he, the word said it will bring you. Amen? 
If the word says it'll bring you to healing, it'll bring you to healing. If the word says it'll bring you to life, it'll bring you to life. Amen? Hallelujah. You have to, you have to live till, till your time, is, time here is up. Amen? When your time here is up, ask the Lord, Lord, if my time is up. I asked the Lord when I was in the hospital, is my time up? He said, no. I said, okay, fine. Then I'm not going. I ain't going. Amen? Hallelujah. But it looks like I'm going to die because I don't have any breath in me. So, so Abraham did not waver in unbelief. Say, I'm, I will not waver in unbelief. I will grow strong in faith. Say, I'm going strong in faith. I'm just holding on to the word. I choose to believe. Amen. Righteousness is manifesting. Amen. And grace helps me to walk in that righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. The person of grace and the person of truth is with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go into Romans chapter 5. Therefore, Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Okay. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. What do we have? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand and we exalt in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we've been justified. Paul talks about justification. Paul talks about justification outside of works. Amen. Paul talks of righteousness outside of works. Paul talks of sanctification outside of works. Why? Because it's not your works that saved you. You're not saved by works. Amen. You're not sanctified by works. You're not justified by works. You're not redeemed by works. Nothing about you is by works. Amen. It's all by faith. By believing. Amen. You believed in the blood. You believed in the sacrifice. You believed what it can do. Amen. And it positions you. Say righteousness is my position. Man, I'm righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. So I asked a question the other day. Will you lose righteousness when you sin? Your position when you sin? And everybody's got shut up. I sin. But I'm righteous. That's the difficulty with the church. It's finding very difficult to believe. You know why? Because you think that you will lose your position. What is ri- righteousness? Is what? How, how did you receive righteousness? It's a gift. Gift. It's a gift of. It's a gift of righteousness. Did you earn it? No. So in Romans chapter four, uh, Paul talks about Abraham and David. And both of them say, we didn't earn it. If it was by works, then it would have been wages. Amen? Because it's not by works, by faith. It's a gift. It's a gift. Now, I give you a gift. Amen? And you go and do something stupid. Will you lose the gift? No. See, you need to really open, be open, okay, to what I'm saying. Because uh, we've been living kind of constipated lives. Trying to, you know, work, 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 work our way into the kingdom. No. We believe, 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 believe. Amen. The more you believe, you end up doing what you're believing. 
Amen. You try to work, you fail. Because that's what the old covenant was. They tried to do it, do it, do it. They fail, 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 fail miserably. And finally God had to send his son and put an end to that. Amen. So that he can reveal truth and grace and righteousness. Amen. Not by works, but by faith. So we, we looked at Philippians. You know, Paul says, uh, uh, righteousness that has come through faith, not by works. Philippians chapter 3. Amen. He says, I, I, by works, if, you, if you're going to assess me by works, I'm, I'm so and so and so and so and so and so, but I count it all done. Amen. Because I'm not going to count on my, my ability, my credentials, my work, my everything. Amen. But I'm going uh, uh, to believe that my righteousness is because I believed him. Amen. Now I said, you, know, you can be a CEO, CEO of a company. Amen. We are pastors here, evangelists here, all the see. Now I was saying, you are a pastor, man. So you are a pastor. You are a pastor. The, God, the Lord ordained you as a pastor. Amen. Now you ate something from the shop and you have diarrhea. Does that make you lose your pastorship? No. Your, so your condition doesn't make you lose your position. Amen. Your condition is you sinned. But it doesn't make you lose your position as righteous. Amen. So what it helps. So the moment you, uh, we, we said from 1 John chapter 1, that, you know, if you confess your sin, he is faithful. So what, what do you do when you sin? You confess your sin. What's the word confess? Acknowledge. Don't play around the bush, okay? No, Lord, I didn't do it. You know, that's because he did that. You know, I had to do this. No, no, don't, don't say any of those things. Just say, Lord, I messed up. I messed up. Amen. Hallelujah. If I ask you, have you sinned this week? All of you will have to raise hands. Amen. But if I ask you, did you lose your righteous? No. Position? No. You haven't. Amen. But you go, you go back to God. Amen. You put yourself right with God by acknowledging. And what he'll do? He is faithful and just. So are you doing anything? No. You are acknowledging that, Lord, I messed up. Can you do anything about it? No. You need, you need to acknowledge before him and he will do what he'll do he's faithful and righteous to forgive and cleanse you of all your unrighteousness amen put you back into righteous put you back put, put you empower you again with right so why did you sin because you didn't believe what what's what's a sin sin is unbelief amen Sin is, uh, you can call sin, you know, lying, uh, adultery, immorality, all that. But actually, what is sin? Unbelief. Uh, sin is you're not believing what God said about that thing. <laughs> you're not God, believing what God said about lying. You're not believing what God said about immorality or adultery or, or you know, fornication or, you know, filthy talk or coarse jesting or whatever it is. You're not believing what God said about it. If you believe what God said about it, righteousness will show up and you will not do it. And grace will empower you not to do it. Amen? That's why we don't step onto the road believing that God will protect me. You're stupid. Amen? By the way, let me tell you, let me give you a good advice. Amen? Sin reigns in death. We're going there. Sin is going to... So sin always produces death. Amen? And you need to come back to life. If you have sinned, you need to come back to... Yeah, you need to be restored to God. See, when you sin, remember, listen to me. When you sin, the Holy Spirit is going to just jump out of you and go and go for vacation. No, 
The Holy Spirit is going to stay there. Your righteousness is in the spirit. You understand? You're righteous in the spirit man. And that righteousness is what grace is en enabling you to empower you to walk uh, by thinking right, doing right, saying right. Amen? It's, it's from that righteousness it is coming. Amen? Now, if you try to do right, amen, you will fail. If you try to talk right, you will fail. If you try to think right, you will fail. You need to depend on that righteousness so that righteousness will empower you to think right. So that's humility. That is simple humility. You acknowledging you can't do it. Amen? Only the Spirit of God can. Just acknowledging that it's not by might, it's not by power. It's by the Holy Spirit. Amen? And I just trust the Holy Spirit to help me walk in righteousness which God has given me because I believed. In anything you can walk in righteousness provided you know what the Bible says about it. Amen? You can walk in righteousness. The grace of God will empower you. Okay, so, so we, we stand on the grace. Say, I stand on the grace. Amen. We faith into this grace in which we stand. Romans 5, 2. And not only this, we also exalt in our tribulations. How many of you go through tribulations? I be exalted in our tribulations, knowing that tribulations brings about perseverance. And perseverance, character, proven character. Amen. Sometimes we go through a certain situation. Amen. I tell people, you know, when, when see, you spoke about James, you know. Count it all joy when you encounter various trials. And you were saying that we are always focusing on the problem. We are always focusing on our troubles. We are not focusing on rejoicing or the joy. Amen? The outcome. Amen? Jesus endured the cross. Amen? How did he endure the cross? Seeing the joy that was set before him. So where is his focus? On the joy. Where's your focus when you're going through troubles? He talked about troubles. Amen? Like I said the other day, you are not in trouble. Say, I'm not in trouble. I'm in Christ. I have some troubles. Amen? You're not in a problem. Say, I'm not in a problem. I have some problems. I'm in Christ. As long as you are in Christ, you're fine. Amen? Many of us believers put ourselves in problem, in trouble. Then you'll stay in trouble. Because you're not in Christ. And Christ can't help you. You lose your perspective. Amen? That if, you say, if you are in trouble, your focus will be trouble. If you are in misery, you will be focusing on what you are in. Amen? You put, you put tender mango in, in salt, brine. What happens to mango? It becomes salty. You put yourself in trouble. What happens to you? You become trouble. There's no, it's not rocket science. It's simple things, amen? We know what we put ourselves in, we will become that. That's the thing. That's the thing. See, see, you, you put yourself in that, you are in that situation, but you can actually be in Christ in that situation, amen? Now you say it's so easy to preach. No, it's easy to preach. It's not easy to preach, amen? After 35 years I'm preaching, I know that what it means, amen? Being through storms, through hell, you know, went to all kinds of things and still standing here, no? It's just a choice. I found that, ultimately I found that it's a choice for me to believe, amen? The moment I believe, the righteousness of God kicks in, 
Amen. And grace comes in and pushes the righteousness and make me do what is right in every crazy situation. Amen. When I do what is right, God stands with me. Heaven stands with me. Angels are moving. The power of the Spirit is manifesting. Everything is, everything is unleashed. Amen. Maybe it will take some time, but you stay in there. You stay there. Amen. To see God's glory. When you believe what you'll see, God's glory. That's what Jesus said to Martha. You believe and you'll see my glory. Not somebody else's glory. You will see his glory. You will see the glory of him who you, whom you believed. Amen. And he's ready to show, show forth glory. What's glory? Glory is the manifestation of his goodness. Amen. Some people think that glory is just some halo or light around your head. Yeah, you can believe that also. Amen. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with all those great things. Amen. So, uh, and hope does not disappoint. Say, verse 6. Hope does not disappoint. disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. Like I said, hope is not like a lottery. Amen. I'm hoping that maybe it'll work. No, this don't hope like that. Never hope like that. Okay? My good advice to you. If your hope is in that place, I'm hoping that it will work. Maybe it will. I'm, I'm hoping, you know. But you're not sure. Are you sure? Are you sure about what you're hoping? Faith is the assurance of what you hope. So there's some assurance in that hope. Do you have that assurance? Do I have that assurance? Then there is no hope. Then you are like, you know, the, like the lottery guy, you know, you see, this is, this is, I mean, it's three crores, crores you know, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's tomorrow, you know. You take, so you take, you're hoping that you will win. Otherwise, you lose at how many? 50 bucks or something like that. In our days, the lottery costs only one rupee. Times have changed. So you're hoping, if you're hoping like that, man, you are not really in hope. Amen. Abraham hoped. How did Abraham hope? Uh, he looked at all the situations. He found that uh, Sarah sitting in the corner of the tent, you know, she's barren. Amen. He looked at himself. I don't know if there was a mirror. Anyway, he looked at himself. He found that nothing is working here. Everything is dead. Now, where, where, where is he hoping? Where is he hoping? Hoping in what God said. Why is he hoping in what God said? Because he can't do anything. His wife can't do anything. Nobody in the country can do anything. So God can do what he said he will do. So he hoped against. He had a lot of things against that hope. There can be a lot of things working against the hope you have in God. Amen. And you need to hope against those things that are trying to give you hope against what God has spoken. There are many things against the hope which God has given you. Amen? But you need to stand in hope, believing, not wavering and unbelief. See why? When you stand in, stand in that hope, you know that you are sure. Say sure. Certainty. I, I shared uh, the other day. I'm just recapping because we have more. Say the other day, we need to believe three things. Believe? Well, number one, we need to believe who God is. Who? God is. God is good. God is love. God is just. God is peace. God is able. God is faithful. Let's not lie. God is truth. These are absolutes. You need to, you need to first believe that. 
the person. Amen? Then, then you need to believe what he says. Amen? Then you need to believe that he can do it. God's ability to do what he says. First, who he is. Secondly, what he says. Thirdly, what he can do. That he is able to do everything he says. If we can believe all those three things with regard to any situation you are facing, you made it. You made it. You don't need to stand on your head, you know, and uh, do all kinds of crazy things. Man, I, I, believe, I believe that, uh, I believe the disciples of Jesus fasted. Do you believe that? Is it mentioned? No, it's not mentioned. I've not read in the Bible. Have you read in the Bible? No. So, so the thing is, that's a personal thing. Amen? And they didn't want to record it. Why? Because we'll be going from pillar to post. One church is having 20, and the other church is having 40, then the other church is having 60, 70, 80, whatever, you know. This has become a fashion. Why are you fasting? Why are you fasting? Oh, because, you know, we have some vishayam. Some? Trolls, yeah. We, have, we, have, we are going through some problems. How many of you fast when you go through problems? Don't raise your hands. I'll pray for you. I used to do. I used to do. Okay? Now I don't fast when I have problems. No. I fast, you know, because the Lord is leading me to fast. They, they ask, what, is, what are you fasting for? No, I'm just fasting. You ask Jesus, what are you fasting for? He said, what did he say? No, no, I'm led. The Holy Spirit has led me to fast. Yeah. But when you fast and come out, you know, you can kick the devil. <laughs> so, so the thing is, also don't go to fast so that he kick and kick the devil. You have been given authority to trample over serpents. serpents. We already said that. <laughs> you, you're, already author, you're, you're authorized. Say, I'm authorized. I'm authorized to kick the devil. How do you trample? With your feet. Amen. Hallelujah. He has put all things in subjection under his feet, which is me. Uh, because I'm his body. <laughs> and his, his feet is in my body. So it's all under my feet. Amen. He used to sing the Sunday school song. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. The devil's under my feet. So when you look at your problem, where's your problem? Not here. It's under your feet. Amen. You're seated with Christ. Now, now uh, <clears throat> You okay? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, when we, when we preach this message, you know, we, I've said this, you know, they say, don't preach righteousness, don't preach grace. What happens? Because if you preach it, you know, it'll give you license to sin. Let me ask you a very humble question, okay? How many, you got, how many of you got license to sin? I'm talking about before you met Jesus. Did anybody get license? Maybe you got license to drive. Nobody needs any license to sin, by the way. Man, so don't connect grace with that. Don't connect. Where did grace come from? So see, we, 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 at the end of the service, we close. How do we close? Now, may the? So whose is grace? Does it make you sin? No. Does anything from the Lord make you sin? Then why are you saying that? 
Slap yourself. Kick yourself. Amen. Let's, let's, read, let's read Revelation. Let's read Revelation chapter 1. I want you to read Revelation chapter 1 because uh, your, your pastor is preaching grace. Amen. So we, we need to go there. A, a little bit now. Can, you, can, you, some, can somebody read uh, from verse 4? Verse 4. Loudly. Slowly and slowly. Pause. So where is grace from? From? No, 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 from Almighty. From whom him who is, who was, and who is to come, then? From the seven spirits who are before his From the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from? Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. Read. The first born dead. Rule of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and released us. From sins by his blood. So grace is from there. You know where grace is from now? No? Grace is not from court and market. You understand? Grace has come from God. Amen? Anything that comes from God is not to make you sin. Who the idiot is telling grace will make you sin? Grace will not make you sin. Grace will make you walk in righteousness. If you really understand grace. Man? Stupidity, you know? How do people talk rubbish, you know? Whose is grace? It's the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's from the Father. It's from the seven spirits that are before his throne. It's from Jesus Christ. Because people don't read the Bible, amen? They don't study. They talk rubbish. You know, some, some, some fellow spoke something and the other fellow just, you know, got onto it and just talk rubbish, you know? Oh, don't talk about this. You know, give you licenses in. Where the Bible is written? Why are you lying? Why are you saying things which are not written in the Oh, it's hyper grace. Where in the Bible? Have you ever, ever seen? Let me, let me ask you all of you. Have you ever seen the term hyper grace in the Bible? Then why are you talking about it? It's just, it's just, you know, see, my people perish because they lack knowledge. Now, the devil doesn't want you to preach, preach grace or righteousness. You know why? Because he knows that he'll be in trouble. If you receive the truth, he'll be in why? Because he'll, he can't make you walk in sin anymore. He becomes powerless. Sin will not have no power. No, we are going in there. We are going there, okay? So, so let's, let's go back. Let's go back to uh, Romans 5, okay? So hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured into our hearts with the, through the Holy Spirit. Amen? Who's given to the file? We were helpless. Say helpless. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen? Remember, Humility is to acknowledge that you are helpless. Amen? You can't do it. I can't walk right. David understood that. That's why he said in Psalm 23, He will make me walk. In parts of? Because I can't walk. Amen? We need to come to that place. Lord, I can't. And you will make me walk. I believe you. I believe you. The moment you believe, righteousness manifests. You are already righteous. You will be, you'll be empowered with righteousness. And grace will make you walk in that Righteousness yes. in any situation. Amen. Amen. It's just a matter of us choosing to believe what God is saying. Amen. Yes. But God demonstrates, so okay, for a while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. The one will 
for one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for a good man, someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrated his own love to us as in that while we were yet sinners, say yet sinners. Christ died for us. Amen. When did Christ die for us? While we were sinners. Amen. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. We are justified. Justified means no account of wrong. No account of wrong. Amen. For if while we were still enemies, amen, were enemies, but we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also exalt in, in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. You have received reconciliation. You've been brought back to relationship with God as if you, we, we didn't do any wrong. My relationship with God Almighty, my Father, has no issue in it. There is no issue of sin in it. You understand? Why we can't go boldly to the throne of grace? Because of our own stupidity. What happens when we go to the throne of grace? We receive two things. We receive mercy and grace. What do you expect to receive from God? One bucket of gold? No, you receive mercy. You receive mercy. Readily given to you. Amen? The moment God sees you, He's merciful to you. Now we, be, we come from maybe religious backgrounds which says, Oh Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. And all say, I don't have any more mercy. I've already given all my mercy. Amen? That's why, see, David, David is, why, why Jesus wants to sit on David's throne? Because he had revelation, you know. He says, his mercies are new every morning. The moment he wakes up, he knows that mercy is waiting. Amen? So don't ask for mercy, just receive mercy. Don't ask for forgiveness. Just receive forgiveness. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. The Lord says, I've already forgiven. So what do you need to do? Receive it. We have not learned to receive. Amen? We are trying to work it out. Like a generator. You know? See, man, man wants to do something so that, you know, he can say, I did something. You know? And the Lord wants to shut you up and say, you did nothing. It's what I did that makes you what you are. All that you do is believe. Man? Then I said, you know, then I said that scripture, oh, work out your salvation. So we all go into the gym, the Bible gym, and we are working out. If you are working, God can't work. Amen? Why do I say that? Because God is at work in us to will and to do for his own good pleasure. Who started the good work? He started the good work. So who, who's working? Let me, who, tell me who's working in you. God is at working in you. Then what's what you're working out? You're working it out with him. Amen? Amen? You got it. He's working, you are working with him. You are cooperating with him. Amen. And so that he can do what he wants to do through your life and my life. Otherwise he can't. If you say, Lord, I'm going to do this. And God says, I can't help you. Because you are doing it. Amen. We are only called to do what he has called us to do. Amen. We do many circus. You know, many, many, many things. We say, okay, God has told me to do this, do that, do that. Obviously, God didn't tell. I've, I used to say that, you know. And I found later that, no, many of those things God didn't really tell me. It is me telling myself. It's me telling myself. So it is my righteousness. I'm believing what I'm saying. I'm not believing what God is. 
Because I'm, when I'm believing what God is saying, God's righteousness shows up. If I'm believing what I'm saying, <laughs> filthy rags. Filthy rags. Excellent. That's the thing. My righteousness is like filthy rags. Awesome. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Verse 12. We're just in this, we're saying in the scripture. We're not going anywhere else, okay? Yes, the Bible. Nothing but the Bible. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world, and that through sin. Amen? We all know that. Do we all know that? That sin entered the world through one man. Amen? It didn't say one woman. I, I triggered it. Now you, you, you can figure it out. But when you, when you, when you read Genesis, you will find out. Okay? Read Genesis carefully. Then you'll find, find out what this is saying. Okay? Therefore, just as through one man, maybe I'll share that later. Through one man, sin entered into the world, and death through sin. So death spread to all men, because all sinned. What's this? Don't blame Adam. Death spread through all men, because all sinned. Not because Adam sinned. We followed suit. <laughs> With that, goon. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed. Amen. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. So, so, so everyone sinned. From Adam to Moses, everyone sinned. Amen. But sin was not accounted. Amen. Like, like I said the other day, you know, see, because you have... Uh, the sign says uh, 70 or 40 or 30 miles per kilometers per hour. You are, we are called to follow it. Amen? Just imagine there's no signboard. No cameras. What do you do? You will drive in whichever speed you want. Who cares? Amen? There's no law. There is no law. But when the law came, if you violate, you get fined. You understand? Sin is now accounted. Your wrong is now Accounted. So before the law came, that's why law came. Amen? Law came to show us that we are actually doing wrong. Amen? Law didn't come to justify. Christ came to justify. Amen? Hallelujah. You getting it? Huh? Get this, get this truth because you'll be free. Because it is unto freedom Christ has set us free. Amen? Not to live constipated Christian lives. Walk like... Always scared of sin. Amen? You don't need to be scared of sin. Always thinking, oh, will I sin? Will I do wrong? Will I do wrong? Why? Because you, your focus is not righteousness. Amen? If your focus is on righteousness, you'll automatically do what is right. You don't need to think about, you know, doing wrong. Amen? Now, if you do wrong, acknowledge. Come back. Amen? Don't stay there. Don't stay in sin. Amen? Don't Practice sin. That's not good. No, 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 good. Amen? Okay, we all can make a mistake here and there and come back and be restored. Amen? Don't tell me. Please don't tell me. Okay? No, I don't sin. No, then you lie. Who said that? The Bible says. If you say you don't sin, you lie. Don't lie. So, we don't want to lie. Amen? Lord, I'm, I'm, I, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Lord, I come to you. I receive mercy. I receive forgiveness. Don't ask for mercy. Receive. Receive. Because the finished work is on the cross. It's already done. 
Your forgiveness is already done. Your mercy is already given. There's nothing more heaven can give you. Don't go to God to, to receive anything. Now, now, now you'll come to, come to that scripture. Ask and you shall receive. So what do you ask for? What, what did you hear last week? If anybody lacks wisdom, ask. So what are you asking? Wisdom. Amen? You are not asking for healing. You are receiving healing. Thank you, Lord. By your stripes, I am healed, so I receive it. Amen? Please heal me. Please? No, God doesn't want beggars. God wants sons and daughters. Amen? Don't go to God like a beggar. Amen? Then you won't receive anything. What to do? Because he didn't call you as a beggar. Did anyone? Is, are we called as beggars? How much worthy you are before God? What's the price? Your worth, your worth is, was is the life of his son. We, we, when we broke bread the other day, you know, we said, he who did not spare his own son, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Amen? So there's a, there's a wrong teaching and wrong doctrine, you know, has been taught in the church. It's very religious. It sounds nice, you know, that we need to just go and beg and, you know, cry and, you know, fall on the feet and, you know, roll in the mud and, you know, climb 200 steps, you know, so that we can please God. It all works. Amen? People go to Shabrimal also, they climb steps and they're climbing, you know. Now we can go to Malaya to wherever you want, you know, and climb steps, you know, and, 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 and we feel that now we earned it. Now we have earned it. And God will say, go and fly a kite. No, he will not say that. <laughs> he will not say that. But I'm saying, but he, he, he'll be putting his head on his head and say, hand on his head and say, what's wrong with these people? Amen? Because I've already done everything I need to do for them to walk in victory, receive everything that they need to receive. Amen? Now we are trying to work it out. Why? Because we need to work it out. Somebody said we need to work it out. Then God's going to go, go for vacation. He stopped working in you. If you're going to work, then God's not going to work. Amen? Because both of us can't work. Hallelujah. I hope you're being liberated. Amen. Nevertheless, verse 14. Nevertheless, death reigns from Adam. This is Romans 5.14. Reign from Adam to... Moses, even over those who had not sinned in the likeness of, or of the offense of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. But the free gift, say free gift, is not like transgression, not like wrongdoing. Free gift is not like, say free gift. How many of you pray, pay for free gifts? If you pay for free gifts, I pray for you because you know maybe there's something really wrong with your head. Anybody pays for free gift? No. no. So don't try it. Don't try it even in the in your walk with God. Don't try to pay for free gift. Oh, I need to do this so that I can really see this thing happening, righteousness happening in me. No, you don't need to do anything. You just believe. Amen? See, see you need to understand, believing is with the heart, not with the body. Not with the, not with the mind. Believing is with the heart, not with your emotion. Like I said, beginning, believing is not a mental ascent, you know, into something which God said. 
Oh, it's fantastic, nice. Oh, Bible says that, great. Ah. A lot of people say it's great, but they don't believe. The free gift is not like transgression. For the transgression of the one many died, much more did the grace of God. So what does that grace do? Transgression brought death. That means grace brought something, life. Amen. The grace of God and the gift of the grace of one man. So you know where grace came from. It's a gift from? Oh yeah, yeah. I, want, I want to really have the grace increase in me. No, you, you can't. Grace is not increasing, amen? Grace only manifests. It manifests at every, every situation to the level it needs to manifest to bring you out. Amen? And bring you into the promise. It'll manifest. Amen? The gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abound to many. The gift is not that, like that which came through the one who sinned. For on one hand, the judgment arose from one transgression, resulting in condemnation but on the other hand the free gift arose from many transgression so that means when many many sins have been committed grace you know came amen through his sacrifice grace grace came up many transgressions resulting in justifying resulting in you being in a place where there is no account of wrong okay for if the, if by the, let me read that once again. If by the grace, if by the transgression of one, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive, say receive. receive. Say receive. receive. And I, I want you to major on this word in your walk with the Lord. Yes. Major on this word. Yes. Okay? Not do, receive. Major on this word. Okay, the, the word receive, okay, I am not a Greek scholar, I am not a Hebrew scholar either. Okay? But from what I have said it, it's a word lambano. Lambano, okay? Which means to grab a hold of. Grab a? Violent, violent. It's a violent action, amen? So, so you come to a place, you need to grab hold of the grace of God. Violently take it, amen? Because God's just giving it to you, amen? You are going down, amen? It's like, it's, watch, watch this, picture this, picture this. Peter is going down. He, he, he walked on the water. Amazing miracle. He did something absolutely supernatural. Like how he, he did exactly what Jesus did. Now he looked and he, like Elvin was saying. And he went down. Amen. And then he says, help, help me. And, and grace is that hand that reaches out. See that hand that reaches out? Whose hand? The hand of Jesus. Grace is the hand of Jesus. That lifts you up when you are sinking. And puts you back. And make you walk back onto the boat with him. That's grace. You see what grace is? It's where you are unable, where you are failing, where you are falling. The hand of God comes in, lifts you up and makes you walk with him again. That's grace. I don't know how many explanations of grace you know. I don't care. But grace is favor. Grace is favor. Say, say all that. Grace is everything. Just You can say whatever you want. But this is a practical thing. Amen? This is practical. Amen? So receive. Receive. Take a hold. Grab a hold of God's grace. In every situation. Amen? You know, I, I, I do a lot of work, uh, you know, at home and even at the church, you know. 
like, like you see that there's cables running all over the place. So we have cables, you know, from the back of the church to the front of the church. We run it through the ceiling, and we run it through a conduit, you know. And uh, I, have, I have all the tools I need <laughs> to get all these things done. So I buy, I buy cables, maybe HDMI cables, you know, uh, cat cables, all kinds of cables running from the front to the back, you know. And uh, one time, so the thing is, I always, I always tell God, Lord, uh, Lord uh, before, we, uh, before I start any work, I pray, okay? So I pray, and I have this uh, white guy who's with me, elderly guy. He helps me. Sometimes Elsa comes. Sometimes Olive comes, you know. They all help me, you know. And uh, sometimes we all go. So now, uh, so most of the time, you know, I will pray. And I say, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. I receive wisdom. Yes. When I say give, I asking, and I'm also receiving. So, Lord, I give me wisdom. I receive your wisdom. Immediately, the next, next sentence is that. I receive wisdom, and I receive grace to do everything that we need to do today, you know, uh, in your wisdom and in your power. Amen? And I go to work. Nothing goes wrong. Even if I want to make some, even if I make a mistake, God will show me. The Holy Spirit will say, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Okay? But there, 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 uh, one day I came to the church, and I said, like, you know, we know how to do it, you know. They've been doing it for donkeys here, so we know how to do it. And so me and this guy, you know, we start running the cable, and I ran a cable all the way, you know. I went, uh, uh, opened the ceiling, and, you know, put the thing in, and run the snake, and pulled the cable, and, you know, brought it all the way, and I said, great. I'm very happy, you know. Then I look at the end of the cable, I put the wrong end. Immediately, the Holy Spirit said, you didn't ask me. So we know how to do a lot of things. Amen? But if we, if we depend on grace, if we, if we, if we ask him to receive, give, to, uh, for grace and wisdom, you will receive it. Amen? So the thing is, many of times we don't. Now, I have learned to drill a hole, and before I drill a hole, I say, Lord, give me, I receive wisdom to do this. Amen? I have all the tools. If you come to my house, you'll see I have all the tools. All kinds of saws, drills, you know, all kinds of screwdrivers, all, you know, high-end stuff, not cheap. Nothing cheap. Everything is good. Amen? Because I don't believe in cheap. Amen? You might, you might call me arrogant. No, I just choose to believe. I just choose to believe because my father is the king of kings and the lord of lords. He's the, he's the owner of the universe. What to do? Amen? When I have that kind of a father, what do you, want, what do you expect me to believe? Give me second-rate second, second rate stuff? No. Do I bring second-hand stuff to you? No. All new. Everything is new. Amen? It's, it's just believing. It's not having things. You know, it's believing. You believe and you will end up having. Amen? Yeah. We're happy with whatever we have. Amen? And if you need to have more... It'll come, just because we just believe. Now, now, <clears throat> what I'm saying is that this, this part of our life, amen, we are talking about humility, okay? Humility is total dependent on Him. Dependence on Him, His Word, what He's saying, His personality, His ability, amen? And when you do that, the Spirit of God and the Spirit of righteousness and the Spirit of grace will, will just take over. Amen? And I'm telling you, you can't make a mistake. 
even if you want to. Amen? And I tell you, I end up making mistakes when I'm not depending on Him. When I'm not trusting Him. Very simple. I do wrong when I'm not believing what He said. I always end up doing right because He will make me right. Maybe He make me do right with His righteousness and by His grace, not by my ability. He will always make me do what is right. What's righteousness for? To make you walk right. Righteousness is not like some, some fashion statement in the kingdom. Amen? Oh, 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 righteousness. Okay. No. Righteousness is real power. Righteousness is the standard of God. Amen? Righteousness is the level which God, God, God is and where we are. Amen? With Him. Now we, 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 read, we read in John, 1 John chapter 4 and then verse 18 that you know, as He is in the world, so are we. Amen? This is what it is. We walk in His righteousness. We walk by His grace. Amen? How did Jesus walk on the face of the earth? Don't ever think that when Jesus walked, there was no, no, no sin. Just man, Romans are ruling. They're one of the most perverted, wicked, you know, third-rate people. Amen? There's prostitutes walking on the, on the road. You think that they are dressed up in three-piece suit? No. Obviously not. Amen? Have you seen any, any prostitutes in three-piece suit? No, you go, see, you go to the Red Street. Now they're walking in you know, all... No, they'll be showing half of their body. Amen? And Jesus is talking to them. How did he talk to them? Without lusting. How did he? This is the thing. By the Spirit. By grace. By his God's righteousness, yes. just believe that I can do it. Amen? Yeah. And we live in that kind of a world. Amen? You want to live in victory, you need to depend on his grace. And you need to be empowered by his righteousness. Not try to, oh. Now, now we have masks. We have to also have blinders. Or, or, so sh shut your eyes and shut your mouth and then you know, walk and hit some post and you know, crack your brain. That's not our calling. You can't walk like that. You can't drive with blinders, do you know? And when you look at a woman, then you know, oh, 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 oh. it's all religious idiots, no? We've all been there. I don't know about you, I've been there. Yeah. Because I think that it's going to affect my... No. You can look, amen, and not lust. And not lust. Amen? Don't take what you are seeing into your heart and then start meditating. Because righteousness will take over your meditation. Righteousness will take over your thinking. Righteousness will take over your emotions. Righteousness will take over your will, your decisions. That's where we're going, amen? So you are not in control. Who's in control? Righteousness is in control. Who, who's empowering righteousness? Grace. Man, hallelujah. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, we're going we're to step into something. You ready? This is going to be very controversial. You ready? I want to ask from everybody. Yes. 
We're going to go against big time religion. You ready? I have your approval, so I'm going. Okay? Uh, so. Okay, so the, as, then as through Romans 5, 18, and 18 to 21, okay? So then as through one transgression there resulted in condemnation to all men, even so through act of righteousness there resulted justification for, of life for all, to all men. For as through one man's disobedience, say one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, and, uh, even so through the obedience of one. So the obedience of one. Say the obedience of one. Is it your obedience? I, I want you to answer me. Is it your obedience? So whose obedience? His obedience. Now, so the obedience of one, what happened? Many will be made righteous. So how have you made righteous? By your obedience? You did something and you obeyed God something? No. Who obeyed? Jesus, Jesus obeyed the Father. Amen. By His obedience, I'm made righteous. Oh, that, 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 you, can't, you can't accept it. No, you, it cannot be. You can't because, you know, because, you know, uh, we have been taught obedience is the key. How many of you learned that? Come on. Obedience is key. You need to believe that. Obedience is Yes. Yes. But we need to understand what is this obedience. What is this? Obedience. So we understood that by the obedience of one, we are made righteous. So it's not the obedience of me. It's obedience of Jesus. Jesus. I'm made righteous. Now, what is my obedience? Let's turn to Romans. I want, I want all of you to turn. Turn to Romans chapter 1 and verse 5. You know, see, Paul is, the, Paul is the theologian of the new covenant. Amen? So let's, 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 let's see what he says. What's the obedience, what he's saying? Romans chapter 1 and verse 5. Romans is the theology of the new covenant. Amen? And he, has, he affirms it in all the other letters. This is the real. He, he un, 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 unleashes the whole truth. Amen? Somebody read Romans 5, 1, 5. Okay, through whom we have received? Grace. Paul is saying he has received. <laughs> what? Received? Grace. Is he asking for grace? No, he's receiving grace. So then we need to receive grace. Receive grace and apostleship. Ah. To bring about the obedience of faith. Ah. Among all the Gentiles. For his name's sake. So what's the obedience? The obedience of Faith. Is it the obedience of works or faith? Don't throw chairs at me. Just wait. Okay. Wait. Obedience of faith. Let's read one more scripture. One more scripture. Because Bible is, the Bible is good, no? Bible is good, okay. And I'll go into something else also, okay? Romans 16, 25 to 27. Romans 16, 25 to 27. Somebody can read. Huh. Huh. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my? So who establishes you according to the gospel? 
Are you establishing or he is establishing? But we thought we were establishing, you know, by our own works. No, now to him, he is establishing you. According to, ah. 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 Long ages pass. Ah. Now is manifested. By the scriptures of the prophets. Ah. Ah. Leading to obedience of faith. So what is the obedience we have? Obedience of faith. Amen? Not the obedience of action. It's the obedience of believing. Believing. Because the action is done by God. Our obedience is obeying in, in Him in believing. So we've been actually doing <laughs> rather than believing. We are not doing the obedience of faith. We are doing the obedience of works. Don't do that. Do this. Don't do that. Now we know from our childhood, if our parents tell us, don't do, what we do? Do. So we, we are, from the childhood, we know that we don't have it. Amen? Please admit. That admit, admitting is deliverance for you. If, I, if somebody tells me to do something, I will do exactly the opposite. Because rebellion is in, in, in man. Amen? But we are not sinners anymore. We are not sinners. It's, sin is in the flesh. Sin is in the flesh. Sin is not in the spirit. That's another seed operating. That's in the flesh. Amen? Paul says in Romans chapter 7, end of Romans chapter 7, before he steps into Romans chapter 8, it's all chapters, forget about chapters. Before he says that, no, there is no, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin. And before he says that, there is another, another law working in me, in my flesh. Amen? Say, yes, that is working. But you know, we can totally shut it down if we, if we, if we believe and uh, that we are righteous and we have his righteousness and we are empowered by his righteousness and grace will make, make us walk in that righteousness. If we believe that those things, we made it. Amen. Amen? Now, if we try to walk, we fall. Amen? If we, if we give ourselves to him to make us walk, in paths of righteousness, he will make us walk. Yes. So, <laughs> now we can go to Hebrews and say, oh, Jesus learned obedience from the things he suffered. Now, now we say, oh, I need to obey. Yeah, yes, he obeyed his father, no? He obeyed his? He's not obeying himself. Is he obeying himself? No. What did he say? What did he say? I do everything my father tells me. That means his faith. That's all, that's all God's asking us to do also. My sheep hears my voice and they follow that voice. Amen? Following that voice is following that person. Now, I am in, I'm in a situation. I, I need to have guidance. I need to have deliverance. I need to have healing. I need to have this, that, that. Well, whom I follow? I follow the one who is speaking to me. The one whose voice I am hearing. The problem is that most of the time I'm hearing public voice or my own voice or even Satan's voice. 
So you give, you know, give all your attention to what, is, what the news people are saying, you know? All the best to you. All the worst to you. No, no, I can't say best, by the way. <laughs> all the worst to you. But you listen to God. You tell, see what God is saying with regard to that situation. And you stay on that. Amen? All hell can break loose. You will be in heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. What was the theme was of week, last week, not last week, no, year before, 2020. What's the, what's the theme was? Of this church. No, people are not saying. They don't even know what the theme was. You know, he's been preaching. Every Sunday comes and says, ah, there will be a clear distinction between the righteous and the wicked. Amen? While you are in Egypt, you know, you are still in Goshen. Amen? Okay, the first three plagues affected you. Amen? But after that, the Lord made a clear distinction. Okay? Some things affected us, but now God's going to make a clear distinction. Amen? Hallelujah. Yeah. Say, you are distinguished. Amen? Daniel and his friends were distinguished among many. Many. You are like that. Amen? You're not like... Uh, you know, just an ordinary person in the world. Amen? Yeah. See, all this you need to believe. If you're not believing any of these things, none of these things is going to happen to your life. I'm, I promise you. Amen? Hallelujah. I tell people, you know, it's, it's our choice. We, we choose to be where we are. Amen? See, there are times when we remain in a certain place, but we still hold on to the word. Amen? We, we, we still... See, I lost my kidney... And I kept, I, you know, it, I, I received a kidney only after five years. Okay? But I kept saying, Lord, where is my kidney? Where is my kidney? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Where are the angels? Where are they? Where is my kidney? Send a kidney from your storehouse and fix it in my body. Amen? After five years, they scanned me and they found that I have a brand new kidney. Medically recorded miracle. Okay? Now, they told me in the hospital, your lung is gone. Amen? So I told the Lord, hey, listen, I can't wait five years for the next lung because I don't have any breath in me. I can't even stand. So I need, I need to send me that lung fast. Amen? How does they send me home? Four days I was in my old house. Then my children carried me and put me in the new house, gave me a bed and said, drive me a chair. I said, you sit there. That's all I can do. Sit in a chair like a 75-year-old man, you know, no breath, you know, nothing. Hallelujah. I sat there and I said, I told the devil, listen, you can't make me sit here. You can't make me sit here. I'm, I'm getting up. My lung is coming. My lung is coming. I receive, Lord, I received the lung. I received a new lung. Amen. And I said, no, I'm not waiting for five years. I need, to, I need to get it fast. I need to get it fast. On the 12th day, I took the car and went out. Amen. And my breathing became normal. Just like that. Pum. Amen. I received new lungs. Amen. To hell with the devil. It's just, you know, okay, the doctor said, you will live with oxygen all your lifetime. You will be able to walk after six months, you know. I, that's all their advice. They're saying, they're seeing my condition. My lung is gone, so they need to tell me what, oh, what, is, what, uh, what they see, amen? But uh, who, whose report will you? Believe. Whose report will you believe? We shall report, we shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says, I am healed. His report says, I am free. So I believe that report. I choose to believe that report. In spite of my condition, my condition is bad. If you see me, you will cry. Amen. You can ask my wife, you know. 
My face sunk, my body sunk, everything sunk. Amen. My hand was only three finger size. Everything, all my muscles went. If I stand, I'll fall. Amen. But the Lord said, you will live and declare my mighty works. So I choose to believe that. Amen. That's why I'm standing and preaching. Hallelujah. So, so uh, you know, so the obedience we're talk, we talking about is the obedience of faith. Obedience in believing Him. Amen? Amen? Exactly. Righteousness that surpasses the Pharisees, the religious, religious norm. And the thing is, the new covenant church, the new church, you know, the so-called church, you know, the charismatic church, has end up, ended up in the same place like every other religious denominational church by doing works. Not believing. Not believing. Amen? See, you believe and you will end up living what you believed. You will end up living what you have believed. You can't end up living without believing. Now, you're trying to live by your own ability and by your own works and by your own standards. Amen? God says, you know, like Ben says, it's filthy acts. The Bible says, it's filthy acts. It has no, 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 no acceptance in God's presence. Amen? So to obey means to come under, to come under what we hear. To come under what we hear. We are either hearing ourselves or we are hearing God. Or we are hearing the media or we are hearing God. Amen? Or we are hearing the doctor or we are hearing God. Nothing wrong in hearing the doctor because the doctor will tell you your condition. Amen? That's your condition. You better believe it. Amen? Hallelujah. But you believe God for healing. Don't believe the doctor for healing. Because nowhere in the Bible, nowhere in the doctor's profession, they say they can heal you. No. No doctor can heal you. There's only one healer. Amen? Even when you read Quran, there's only one healer. That's Jesus Christ. So why, why do you trust uh, somebody else for healing? You can sub, trust uh, the doctor for, for your examination. What do you call it? The report. Diagnosis, yes. For the diagnosis, they, they are excellent. Amen? And they'll help you with some medicine also. Huh? They'll try to deal with symptoms. They can't cure you. Because all the material inside is created by God. Amen? Like I always say, you know, see, when I bought, when I got, no, I didn't buy, I got the car, my, my Ford Expedition car, you know, car. You know, I, I found that, okay, uh, I don't know how to, Fix it, something, you know. I take it to the a showroom, Ford showroom, amen. Because I don't trust the local fellow. Because by the time he fixes everything, there'll be a few parts left. He'll give it to you in a plastic bag. What? Ah. So you need to understand, <laughs> you need to take the Take it to the manufacturer. Take it to the manufacturer if you want to get it. Fixed with original parts. Original parts you can get. Original lungs, original <laughs> kidneys. Genuine. Genuine parts. Amen? Not made in Punjab.
To obey means to come under, I'm, I'm, I'm closing, to come under what we hear, amen? From an authority, it is like submitting to a command. Submitting to a? So our, our obedience is obedience of faith. Our obedience is obedience to, to what he's saying. What he's saying, amen? When we obey what he's saying, righteousness kicks in. Because we are believing, amen? Our obedience is unto believing faith. You got it? Amen? Our obedience is not unto doing. Our obedience is unto believing. I believe I can walk. Amen? Not committing adultery. Because I have the Spirit of God. And I have His righteousness. Amen? Hallelujah. I believe I can look at a woman and not lust at all. Doesn't matter what dress she's wearing. Or even if she's not wearing. Oh, you are not you're all holy people. Don't act holy before me, okay? No, 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 don't do that. See, we need to come out of all this hypocrisy, man. And be normal, okay? And say, I walk in victory. Not by my strength, not by my ability, not by anything I have, but by the Holy Spirit. By His righteousness and by His grace. That's the only thing I have. Amen? I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live. Who's living in me? Christ is living in me. Who's empowering me? Christ is empowering me. Who's making me walk? Christ is making me walk. Who's making me overcome? Christ is making me overcome. To hell with the devil. Amen? We've been just focusing. You know, you know, the church has been so focused on sin rather than on righteousness. And the Bible is talking about righteousness, not about... Bible ref refers to sin, but the Bible talks about righteousness to walk overcoming victorious life amen? amen from sin it's not our obedience in doing what god is it is not our obedience in doing what god is speaking it's our obedience in believing what god is speaking you got it this is big controversial thing it's not our obedience in doing what god is saying it's our obedience in Believing what God is saying. The moment you believe, Holy Spirit make you do it. So you are not doing it. That's the root. That's the root. So the thing is, we always believe in doing. No. You believe in? No. No. no, no, no. Your obedience is in believing. Because believing will empower you to walk, do everything. Why? Because you are not doing it. Who's doing it? Holy Spirit is doing it. You are not doing it. What's doing it? Righteousness is doing it. You are not doing it. Who's doing it? Grace is doing it. Why did God do that? Because He knows you can't. He knows you can't. He knows no man can walk without sin. Amen? That's why He gave Himself. He gave His Spirit. He gave His righteousness. He gave His grace. He gave everything of His to you so that you can walk in Him. So I walk in Him. In His grace, in His power, in His righteousness, in His victory. I'm telling you, you, you take this truth, you are free. You, you are totally free. Amen? This is the freedom Christ has set us into. Amen? So you don't need to walk in the fear of sin. Oh, will I sin? Will I sin? No. Don't think about sin. Think about righteousness. Think about grace. Let your mind be empowered with the holiness and the righteousness of God so that you will live holy and live right. Think holy and think right. Amen. 
we'll go, we go there. You give me five minutes? You willing to give me five minutes? Now I need your approval. Five minutes? Is five minutes okay? Thank you. Because we, we will do. So, so, so the law came, amen? The law came so that the transgression would increase. Romans 5.20. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So why did grace abound? Knowing that sin is? Lawlessness is increasing in the land. How many of you believe that? Bible says sin is increasing. Amen? So what's, what's abounding? Yeah, so you, you, sin can go to Timbuktu, but grace is going to make me ride over it. Grace is abounding in me to ride over every sin Satan is bringing into the face of the earth. Is that what's written there? We can't, can't we understand English? Sin increase, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more for you and me to walk in absolute victory over all the sin that is coming onto the earth. So that as sin reigned in death, so sin reigns in death, even so grace would reign through righteousness. So you want grace to reign? Platform is righteousness. You want righteousness? You must believe. Obedience of faith. Amen? So even so, grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life in Christ Jesus. Sin reigns in death. Sin, sin reigns in death. Amen? Grace reigns in righteousness. So that's why righteousness is the key. Believing is a key. You believe, righteousness kicks in, sin, grace reigns. Sin doesn't reign. Grace reigns to empower you to walk in life. Life eternal. On, on planet earth. Amen. Hallelujah. We close. We'll go into chapter 6 next week. Chapter 6 is awesome. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Amen. I'm telling you, Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Your word is spirit and life. Your word is you. Word is you. Jesus, you are the word. You are the truth. You are grace. Thank you, Father. I am a new creation. No more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. Let's all stand. And my heart is overflowing. I love just keeps on growing. Here in the grace of God I stand. I am a new creation. No more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. My heart is overflowing. My love just keeps on growing. Here in the grace of God I stand. And I will praise you, O Lord. And I will
joy has no limit, a lightness in my spirit, here in the grace of God I stand. A joy that knows no limit, a lightness in my spirit, here in the grace of God I stand. And I will praise you, O Lord. And I will praise you, O Lord. And I will sing of all that you have done. Yes, I'm a new creation. Hallelujah. No more in condemnation. Hallelujah. He who knew no sin became sin so that I will become his righteousness. Father, we thank you. We are his righteousness. We are your righteousness. We are righteous by the blood. We, are, we have your, the nature of righteousness in us through your Holy Spirit. And we are empowered with your righteousness to walk right. And Father, we thank you for grace. We stand in the grace, Lord, in which, into which we have been introduced by faith. We stand in this grace. Hallelujah. Amen. We declare victory in the name of Jesus. Bless your people. Let this word bear forth, take root in their heart and bear forth fruit in each of our lives. A hundredfold fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Nishad Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.